Praise the Lord. So this week, I, I do want to talk a little bit, since we've been just talking about scripture lately, I want to just touch on a couple of current events and then go back to scriptures. So um, I found this article, and it says that there is a Nashville church that has been, that's been coming under fire lately for denying that the Bible is God's word. I don't know what he thinks it is, but it's not God's word, he says. And um, it's a progressive church in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's been criticized. And what they do, what they did is they put a, a post out there on social media, on Facebook. It's Grace Point Church, and they posted a recap of a message titled, The Bible, What is Progressive Christianity?, and it was from their lead pastor, Joshua Scott's February 7th sermon. As progressive Christians, we're open to the tensions and inconsistencies in the Bible. The church wrote in the caption, we know that it can live up to impossible modern standards. We strive to be more clearly articulate what scripture is and isn't, the church noted before further expanding on what the church believes the Bible is and is not. 
Grace Point Church added that the Bible isn't the Word of God, self-interpreting a science book, an answer rule book, inerrant or infallible. Instead, the church argued the Bible is a product of community, a library of texts, multivocal, a human response to God, living and dynamic. So there. There you have it. That's what the Bible is. I just don't understand why they call themselves Christians. A picture accompanying the written post reiterates the church's statement on what the Bible is and isn't in accordance with their progressive beliefs. At the time of the writing, the Facebook post received roughly 2,100 comments and over 1,400 emoji reactions. More than half of the emoji reactions on the post are angry faces. There are also over 300 laughing emoji reactions and more than 160 sad face emoji reactions. The majority of comments criticize the church for their statement on the Bible, while few praise them for being outspoken. In an interview with the Christian Post, Pastor Scott, who grew up in Southern, who grew up a Southern Baptist, addressed the reactions to his message, explaining that it should spark conversation among Christians. You know, my intent really was, this is a conversation that we're having in our community. So yeah, I do think it's a good conversation, and I think it's a conversation that needs to happen within that sort of broader Christian culture. Scott added that Christians have a tendency to treat the Bible almost as an idol. <laughs> And in doing so, we fail, I think, to see the real call, which is never for us just to read something, but always for us to read it. Now, there's somebody who has no spiritual connection to the Word of God. We shouldn't wrestle with it and then embody the rest of the way we live our lives, he contended. The progressive pastor told Christian Post that conversations that are deemed off-limits within traditional Christianity are probably deemed as such because we're afraid of them. Regarding his statement that the Bible can't live to moral standards, Scott explained that the problem is ultimately our fault rather than the word of God itself. That's our fault, and I'm saying the Bible has, and I'm not saying the Bible has some sort of flaw in it, he said. He contended that Christians place unrealistic expectations on the Bible that it just isn't intended to bear and can't bear. Because if we go to the Bible and we're looking for really up-to-date information on how the cosmos works, <laughs> we're not going to find it because I don't think the Bible is a book trying to tell how things change, Scott claimed. I think the Bible is trying to say to us why. He added that the Bible isn't necessarily the source of how the Bible is the source of why we do exist, why there is a world, what does it mean to be human, a human being in the world, how do we live our lives in the best way possible. I think those are more of the questions the Bible is trying to get at. Now, these are people who have no 
spiritual, progressive. have progressively <laughs> ignorant. They have no, no understanding, no, no spiritual connection to the Lord whatsoever, because they would realize that He's the Living Word, and they would be able to see with the spiritual eye. And that's a, an example of a person or a group of people who are so carnal, they're so caught up in, the, in their flesh and their own self-righteousness, they can't hear spiritually. Because if they would read the word, they would recognize that they're in a spiritual realm when they read the word of God. And it's not uh, uh, a natural or carnal relationship. But they can't see that because they're carnal. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of this verse in Romans 10, 3 and 4, where he said, for their being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness is to everyone that believeth. So it kind of remind me of that. Right. And, and they're, they're looking at it like you would, uh, say, a book on philosophy, uh, some theses, somebody who's writing a paper on theology, you know, they're, they're not looking at the word of God as being the living word of well, God. While, and and well, God is the word. <laughs> while Scott believes that some parts of the Bible is God's word, such as the Lord speaking to Old Testament prophets, he argued that there are other things in it that goes against the character of God. Like? There are genocides that have been divinely sanctioned in the Bible. People have used the text in the Bible plain readings of the text at times to support white supremacy, to defend slavery, to defend segregation, he said. Saying the Bible is inerrant and infallible, it absolves us of our responsibility to do what our ancestors did, which is to wrestle. But his interpretation is backwards. Just because someone takes the word of God and misuses it, doesn't make the word of God of none effect. Just because their interpretation is wrong or it's off doesn't make the word of God of none effect. And like the Lord told uh, the, the Levites, who they were responsible for giving the children of Israel the law and interpretation of the law. He said, and the Pharisees and the, and the leaders, the Sadducees, he said, you can lift that burden. Now, they were misusing the word of God as well. The people who were donating their property to the church so that trying to get around the Word of God, using the Word of God, telling their parents, well, we, what can we do? Because the, the, the synagogue, the temple, owns the property. You know, we only get a certain amount to live off of ourselves. And Jesus said, getting around the spirit of the, the law, getting around taking care of your parents in your old age by trying to divest yourself of your property so that you wouldn't have to take on that responsibility. You have plenty of people who take the word of God and misuse it. You know, you have people who take things literally because they have no understanding. You have people who are saying, well, pluck out your right eye if it offends you. So you have people tearing out the right eye, you know. Uh, so you have people doing things because they don't understand the scriptures. They don't, they, they interpret the word of God in error. That's, that doesn't make the word of God a non-effect, though. Yep. Yeah. All kinds of people out there. Yeah, it's like they can't discern the spiritual because you caught up in the natural. In the natural. Well, anyway, moving on. This, is, this next topic is a little controversial. I know that it's been on CNN. I know that it's been on Fox News. I uh, ran across it on KristenHeadlines.com. And the article 
headline says Biden should stop calling himself a devout Catholic while supporting abortion, this archbishop asserts. A leading archbishop is calling President Joe Biden to stop defining himself as a devout Catholic because of his endorsement of abortion, the Christian Post reports. In an interview with the Catholic World Report, Archbishop Joseph Nauman spoke out on Biden's pro-choice views, asserting that abortion is contrary to Catholic moral teaching. It was contrary to the word of God. Period. Yes, right. I was talking to someone the other day, and they told me, you would be surprised at how many saints, he said, that people in the church believe in abortion. Mm. And I had never heard that. And he said, yes, there, there are plenty of saints who believe in abortion. I said, how can that be? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it comes from the top of the government, you know, if the government is, if they're for a, a certain side, the you saints. know, for abortion. How can mm-hmm. saints, how can, you know, mm-hmm. you were telling me within the church, mm-hmm. people who are supposedly saved, and saints, right, and, and, and in reading the word of God, and he said, yeah, they're, they're strong believers mm-hmm. in abortion. I, I was surprised. That really shocked me. Yeah, it is. So this archbishop is uh, also chairman of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Pro-Life Activities and suggested that the president should say that he disagrees with his church over their view on abortion and that he was acting contrary to church teaching. Eh. In response to Biden saying he's a devout Catholic, we bishops have a responsibility to correct him. Although people have given this president power and authority, he cannot define what it is to be a Catholic and what Catholic moral teaching is. Well, tell that to the, <laughs> tell that to the people who are currently in, in power. Tell that to people, and I'm not talking uh, just Democrats. I'm talking all the people who feel like the roles have been reversed. We serve the government. The government does not serve us. We all should be serving the Lord. And I tell you, we would not have these type of debates, I don't believe, if we would worship him in truth, in righteousness and in truth, and we would go to the Lord and humble ourselves before him. Uh, we would not have this type of controversy. This stuff wouldn't even be coming up. No, we wouldn't be shedding innocent blood. Um, we wouldn't be defrauding our neighbor. We wouldn't be doing those things. A lot of stuff wouldn't be happening, like racism, prejudice, bigotry. Right. and Right. Yeah. And, and, and the economic bigotry. You know the, mm-hmm. the the social status. You know there are people mm-hmm. who are social bigots. If you don't if you don't make a certain income, if you're not in a certain social strata, you can't be in my circle. Right. So the archbishop says that uh, Biden is usurping the role of the bishops and confusing people because he supports uh, abortion. Biden's confused. So I mean, you know, that's fair. <laughs> well, maintaining that he is professing to be a Catholic. He's declaring that he's Catholic, and he's going to force people to support abortion through their tax dollars. The bishops need to correct him, as the president is acting contrary to the Catholic he faith. He won't remember. I mean, they could correct him. It's not like he'll remember. He ain't going to do it. No. He oh, he'll remember. He just won't do it. He won't remember. I don't think he'll remember. He, he won't even remember the conversation. The next day, he will forget that they rebuked him on that. Uh, you know he's he's declining, and 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 I and I feel sorry for him because they're using 
him. I feel for him. Well, anyway, it goes on to say the Archbishop, uh, when asked about his thoughts about a floor. Florida priest who denied Biden communion in 2019. Um, he stressed that the president has the responsibility to not present himself for Holy Communion. When Catholics receive the Eucharist, they are acknowledging the real presence of Jesus and also belief in the teachings of the church, the archbishop explained. Biden doesn't believe in the church's teaching teachings on the sanctity of human life, and he should not put the priest in a situation where he has to decide whether or not to allow him to receive communion. He should know that after 78 years as a Catholic. But, you but, know, but, but when a person takes communion, you know, it's not so much the teachings of the institution, it's it's recognizing the death and burial of the Lord. Recognizing the, the, the body, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. It's, it's the affirmation of the sacrifice that he made for us. And so when a person does come up and then do it unworthily, then they drink damnation to themselves. Well, this is my feeling on this. It's not just Biden's fault. I think it's the church's fault. Not just the Catholic Church, but I think the church as a whole, they have a responsibility to teach the people the word of God and to, and to adhere to it right. and to take a stand. Because unless the church leaders, I don't care what denomination it is, if you truly believe in the word of God, you know that you're going to be held accountable by God for what you fail to do. So it's not a Democrat problem or a Republican problem. Right. I think it's a church problem. Right. They need to stand up. They need to say, this is what we believe in. This is morally wrong. God said no. <laughs> and if you believe that, no, you can't take communion. No. It, 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 right. And, there's, and, and, and it's not only that, because I think it's, this is a small part of what they are failing to teach people. Right. It's, it's like they're, they're with the same-sex marriage, with the same... I mean, even in the Catholic Church uh, that I had attended... And I knew that they were lesbians. I knew that. And they would go up for communion, and the priest would give them communion. I knew that. And I, I was actually appalled. I, I couldn't believe it. How can you do that? You Not even as a person, but how can you do that as a priest? Right, but you'd be surprised at the people who get offended when you tell them you can't take communion. I've seen it happen, you know, where a pastor has said, they they can't they can't take communion because the pastor's concerned about their soul. He's, That's what the they should be. Right. The pastor's concerned, concerned about them drinking damnation to themselves and the people get insulted because they feel like and they should be allowed lack, to take communion. A lack of understanding. Even when you give them the understanding, they get self righteous and get indignant. And you're trying to tell them, you just can't take the word of God lightly. You just can't take communion lightly. You're drinking damnation to yourself. Do you realize what you're doing? Oh, my goodness. That's a, you would think that it wouldn't be such a sensitive 
uh, issue, but it is. Mm -hmm. It's a very sensitive issue for some people because that's like an outward showing of their righteousness. Now, I'm not saying that gay people should not come to church. I'm just saying that they have to... Get saved. <laughs> they have to conduct their lives according to they the have to word get of saved. God. They, they have to get saved. You can't conduct your life unless you receive salvation. You know, somebody was asking me the other day, well, if they just don't practice it, I said, but if your heart's not right and you don't have the Holy Spirit, if you don't serve God, you're going to serve mammon. If you don't, and a good example of that is in the Bible, where the Lord said that if you're lusting, you're lusting after a woman in your heart. In your heart, right, right. It, you don't have to do anything, like touch her, commit right. any act. Your but heart's it's not in right. Your heart, right. And so when the Lord says, you know, you serve me with a perfect heart, that's how the Lord counts perfection. So I don't know. There needs to be. Um, all the churches need to stand up. Right. You know, I, I, they do, but I'm they afraid. have to stand all the churches who are truly into the word of God. Otherwise, you have the, like that knucklehead talking about the Bible. Well, okay. Uh, but that's not, you know, it's not the <laughs> word. That's the, 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 what are you, yeah. <laughs> who are you? How? What? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. They have no idea what they're doing. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, leading themselves astray and leading others astray right. too, and that's right. that's my that's the that's the part that irritates me. Mm -hmm. I mean, the church knows the truth, right? It should, unless, you know, and, unless they unless and, they and try the to subvert the church knew the truth about all the priests abusing children, right? Uh, you know, and and, and with with the. Uh, relationships that were having with the nuns and children that were being born, and nobody knew anything about it, you know. But it's it's not it's not just something that's uh, that is just the Catholic Church. It's churches. No, no, no. Everywhere. It's not. It's, it's right. It's all everywhere. the churches, you know. Yes. And it's all the churches to that take down. Um, they don't take a stand on. Um, they don't take a stand on God's word, and then they. And then they say, okay, we're going to uh, marry same-sex couples. Right. We're going to, you know. Yeah, Lord said they compass, they go all over. They, they'll travel over the seas in order to uh, call themselves converting somebody. Lord said you make them twofold a devil of hell. He said they're better if they'd never met you. <laughs> well, this last article that I wanted to talk about is, and, and I don't know, I've got mixed feelings about this. I don't know, you know Candace Cameron Bure? She was... Um, and she's an actress. No, I don't, what is she um, she's pro uh, producer, inspirational speaker, and she. But everybody knows her on that sitcom Full House. Full. Full House and Fuller House. Oh. Um, okay. And then and then she has like I don't know how many oodles of Hallmark Channel movies and mm. and well, anyway she's. She believes in God. She believes in the word. She believes and she stands on her faith. And, and well, now she has come out with a study Bible, mm. and it's called One Step Closer Bible. Mm. And it hit the top spot on Amer Amazon's Christian Books chart recently. And um, on her Instagram post, she's stated, wow, my new One Step Closer Bible is number one in Christian faith books on, Am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Amazon right now. 
She also said it is, she's excited that so many people want to read the Word of God, stating she was excited that many of you want to read God's Word, dig deeper, and know His truth. God's Word will never return void, as, as she quotes Isaiah 55, 11. And then she says, go, God. Well, maybe, I, I wonder what she did in order for it to be considered a, a separate Bible from Well, I don't know. I, it's a... It's a version that we're familiar with. It's uh, I think an NIV version and there's an introduction question and answer mm. session with her where she shares the importance of her faith and her heart for his word. Eight full color pages filled with her answers to questions frequently asked by Chris, about Christianity. Well, they, we, we, There's a help index find uh, help finder index. Instant access to thousands of verses and notes on more than a hundred key topics that are important and relevant for your life today. Application notes: nearly 500 in-text application notes on specific needs to help you understand how the truths you read in God's Word apply to your personal situation. Book introductions, there's like an outline of each book, and she gives the key verses, and then she, call, she calls out and highlights 177 promises of God. Well, maybe the people that we talked about at the beginning of the program should I think it's the New Living, Bible. New Living Translation. Well, then the people that we talked about at the beginning who felt like the Bible really wasn't the Word of God, Maybe they should take her <laughs> Bible and, and go by that. I just don't understand why they have to call it a, a, a different Bible. I could see if they said study guide. I know, a study Bible. Yes. Just a study Bible. But not a new Bible. But not I mean, I don't know, Bible. does she get, see, I'm confused about this because <laughs> I don't know, is she getting money out of this? Oh, you know she is. I mean, you know, her name. Seller, yeah. You know, for her name. One yeah. Step Closer Bible. Wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> she said, I mean, we could just why'd do you it? write it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not faulting her. I mean, it was her idea. You know, maybe the Lord gave her the idea. I don't know. I don't know, but it's like, um, uh, uh, are they buying it because of her? I, know, I don't know, or? but but I heard that in order for a Bible to be considered a new version of the Bible, you have to change from the original. Uh, well, I don't know key. if she changed it. I think but, she calls it a study Bible, one step closer Bible. So so it's not her calling it a, a I mean, a, she didn't change Bible. the word or... The people who are what? Promoting well, the Bible that, are trying to say something different. I think that's a description, different. you know, how they described it. Because I A heard. new way of looking at the Bible or something, I don't know. How is it a study Bible, a new way of looking at the Bible? I, I can see a new way of studying the Bible. Uh, yeah. So she says, for many years I viewed the Bible as a book. I would go to for big answers during big life moments. But when I discovered that this book held the answers to everything from how to respond when I disagree with a loved one to how to rest even on my busiest days, it completely changed my life. A huge weight was lifted off my shoulders because for the first time in my life, I didn't have to have all the answers, God had them for me. And okay, that's a so quote it's from basically her. the people who are promoting the book that are giving that impression. But 
and what I respect about what she says, and the people who, that we talked about earlier should know this. In the Bible, is the answer to everything. He, they're talking as if the, the world has outpaced and has outgrown the word of God. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. In the word of God, there's the answer for everything. Covers all bases. Yep, it sure does. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. The verse of the day comes from Titus 3 and 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, why should you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord? And the answer is, so he can lift you up. And the answer can be found in James chapter 4, verse 10, which reads, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. This week's food for thought is, What should you lift up to the hills? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.